Welcome, everybody, to the Post 20 Podcast. This is episode 23? Yep. 23. I was right. I was going to say 22, but this is episode 23. Welcome back for the... can't believe it's been 23 already, actually. Um, But we're glad to see you guys still uh, hanging in with us through this quarantine period. Hopefully things uh hopefully things are starting to get back to normal here soon because this is exhausting, the whole quarantine yeah, this, thing. This is the seventh week of um online our online show. It's like yeah, it's I don't know. used to it at this point. You would think that it would be like e- like it's easier, but it's really not. Like it's it's just as much work doing well, on my end. It's just as much work like <clears throat> chopping shit up a little bit and um, trying to get the stream program to work all the way as it is like setting up all the mics in the garage, you know? Yeah. And it's just a pain in the ass, you know? It's hard It's hard to make improvements or like keep your chemistry building and whatnot. I mean, we've all known each other forever, but it's just better. It's more authentic when you're in person just looking at each other. It's true. It's like, that's like a lot with... Uh... ESPN Sports Center and all of them, all the analysts and uh, you know interview guys doing their um, doing their thing from home and they're kind of trying to get affiliated with the um, uh, FaceTiming interviews and all that. And then you get laggy connections or bad audio, so that's definitely a big uh, X factor in it. But uh, yeah, it's pain nonetheless. The interesting thing about that is like I'm watching people like like those productions and those guys that have. <clears throat> guys and girls that have all that money they have the espn money there's no reason for that the production quality to be so low and it actually is so shitty it's oh, so yeah. hard to watch like even like normal tv like i was watching good morning america like they're using their fucking airpods there's no yeah. reason for them not to have a dslr like a real digital camera and a computer and a fucking <clears throat> lav mic it's really not that complicated to one go out and buy and two operate if you have any semblance of fucking intelligence it's it's very easy to do they i don't think they see money. the need they don't see the need to go do it and they don't feel like it because they probably just don't understand how it works even though you're saying it's easy well their production like, company should fucking care though yeah the technical producer probably has a big uh hand in that and he should he or she should uh you know make sure they're uh well uh, supplied and yeah, uh, they have good quality input and output both ways. They should at least have the hardware. Some somebody can run it remotely, but like yeah. you, they need to have lav mics and fucking. I don't know. It just sounds so bad. It kind of blows my mind a little bit. I was watching a yeah. podcast and they were saying the same thing. They're like, I don't understand how these fucking people, how how they these shows sound so shitty. Like they could hire just a bang average producer for whatever a hundred, two hundred bucks a fucking session and. It'd be better, but I get that that they probably don't care, you know. Mm-hmm. Just it's kind of goofy. Like there's a lot of shit that I won't watch now, um, just because like the quality is so shit. Yeah, especially like with the draft, um, with Trey Wingo mm-hmm. and him and like the other six guys. Uh, uh, ton of ton of guys. I think uh, Strahan was in there, and uh, you know, you got all the big names. Uh. Uh, a couple of announcers, uh, they were all doing the individual uh, FaceTiming and uh, for, you know, for the lineup for before the draft. 
and the uh, lag and the kick. It was like a two minute. It was like a two minute lag before they each started talking. So it was almost like embarrassing, but you could tell it was. You could have done better. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, hundred percent. I, I probably that's probably like overshooting it, but like I think they should have immediate connection. I don't see why they wouldn't. I mean, with the amount of ESPN uh, money they put into uh, technical hardware and uh, you know connectivity, there's no reason why they shouldn't have it. It's Disney, really. If you want to, you know, yeah, go back to the chain of command, it's really Disney paying for it. Yeah, I hear you. I agree. Yeah, hundred percent. Since we're on the topic of like shows and stuff, uh, I have a, a like a lighthearted question. Sure. Go two ways here. Um, so I came up with this. I was saying one celebrity you would give cooking show, and one you don't want to have a cooking show. Oh, that's an Ooh. interesting question, actually. I like that. Yeah. That's my, a hard one. Yeah, my one I would give a cook show, like they don't have to have a cooking background or anything, like how uh, Sean Evans has hot ones. Yeah, like that's a food show kind of, but it's not meant to be solely about the food. You know what I mean? It's kind of a game show. Yeah. So it could have that sort of mix. I feel like Chris Pratt would be really good with one of those. I agree. That's a good one. He's a very he's a very charismatic guy. He's in a lot of things that we love. You got Guardians of Galaxy, Parks and Rec. Mm-hmm. Um, what else has he been in? Oh, he's the, he's the new Jurassic Park guy. Oh yeah, Jurassic Park. I, yep, should have known that. Yeah. yeah, he's just a very easygoing guy who's very likable, and he could just work with anything. Yeah. That'd be a good one. And then one I said that I absolutely would not want to have a cooking show would be none other than Amy Schumer. Yeah, I mean, I <laughs> don't really want her to have anything. Because uh, her um, her Netflix series was like one of the worst series on there for comedy. She, she had a series? Uh, uh, not a series, but it was like uh, Netflix. Oh, her special, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like I think she would. It was. Does she strike you as a bad uh, cook or like a, a kitchen uh, specialist? You'd think. I don't think I don't she's know. a kitchen specialist. I don't think any of the people that have money like she does are kitchen specialists. Yeah, I, a very few select people are, but I totally agree with you that you know people who have money obviously have people who cook, cook for them, them. And, and she doesn't. I don't know. She. I don't know if she strikes me as. Uh, uh, chef cooking. Yeah, yeah. I, I would think a lot of the celebrities that are moms would be all right cooks and the ones that are like single or whatnot wouldn't yeah yeah the kind of like, i think the best chefs in the world are the ones you never hear of true that's something i mean there are a lot of cooking cooking is a is an art form you know a lot well, of there's there's so many cookbooks out there yeah absolutely so everybody drops a cookbook it's like flying off the shelves there's a reese Witherspoon. a bunch of karen yeah there's a reese witherspoon cookbook that is apparently really? very good it's it's downstairs in my my house it's i didn't buy it but I mean? yeah hers is good i'm apparently. just saying most households have at least one or two cookbooks yeah. yeah i still got ones i think dug up dug up in the attic somewhere oh yeah but who would you guys say somebody who? that i want to have one Either one, whatever you want to start with, if any come to your mind right away. I don't know. 
somebody that remember they don't they don't have to be like a huge foodie or anything you can just like them their personality and think they might do good in a situation like that i'll be honest uh if you don't mind me going first go ahead i think stone cold steve austin <laughs> yeah that's a fucking good one too a good i mean barbecue master this goddamn son of a bitch quiche is is popping off in the mouth yeah grill, you ma- get- grill master absolutely so much mm-hmm. miller light in every dish <laughs> it's so like first much. episode first episode is beer can chicken off the road <laughs> but uh he strikes me as a guy who would definitely hook a good audience and uh i think uh i think that's in i think that's in line for him you know netflix might even throw him something i think that's a good idea i did he's too. had a show before on um spike, he was on spike yeah i don't know what yeah. the fuck that show was but he had one he was in a couple movies too it, it was, uh, I think he was, he tried to follow in the, I don't know if he, I, I want to use the words, follow in the footsteps as, uh, what's his name? Dwayne Johnson. Yeah. Uh, cause he was starting to roll up in movies, but I think, uh, Stone Cold is that guy who really, I don't know if he's more of an actor or he's more of just a guy who enjoys the, uh, wilderness of life, the outdoors. So yeah, that might I be, just think he was just good at playing his character or persona. He doesn't. He might not strike you as a very charismatic guy to where uh, he can play a bunch of different roles in movies like The Rock. The Rock's on another level. On yeah, yeah, but he was even like that in the WWE. He's always had a lot of charisma. The Rock. Yeah. Well, yeah, he comes back all the time to do shows. Like he hosted a WrestleMania a couple years ago. He still like occasionally wrestles. It's crazy to think that, like, if you look at the way he looked when he was in the WWE versus the way he looks now, he actually <laughs> is bigger now than he was when he was wrestling. He's fucking yeah, huge, dude. He's made so much money outside of the wrestling world to where he has his own gym and his own, like, training programs and stuff. Uh, yeah. Probably his own supplement line. I, I don't know if he has any of that, but he probably does. He's partnered with Under Armour. I think he has his own, like, he make, they make headphones and they have yeah. all kinds of shit. Oh, He's, oh. like, top, top 10 most followed people on all social media. Yeah. Wow. He's a monster, dude. Yep. Speaking of monsters, uh, did you guys see that the um, the mountain? Oh, uh, uh, yeah. He beat, he beat Eddie Hall's deadlift. I watched yep. it. Yep. Yeah. Broke the record. Shattered it. I watched oh, it live. Yeah. They're gonna get in the ring and fight. They're supposed to box. Eddie Hall will beat the shit out of them. They're supposed yeah. to box. Yep. Yeah, they signed a contract and everything. Oh yeah. my god! I, I think, uh, I mean, Thor is not in the type of cardiovascular shape that Eddie Hall is in. I think yeah. Eddie Hall would absolutely pound him. Yeah. Yeah, they're gonna have to bust it on cardio. Like they're gonna have to drop like fifty pounds. They, the thing is, Eddie Hall does cardio. So, so I'm I watch powerlifting and follow that a little bit. He um, almost—he's got the Thor's got what the height advantage. He's got yeah. what like he's got almost, probably almost two feet on him. Yeah, I was gonna say, but <laughs> not two feet, but a foot and a half. I think he's yeah. six. He's huge. He's super. He's tall. got he's got more than let's more than six inches on him. I want to say so. Eddie Hall, he's 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 like I don't want to say you know thick, but he can. It feels like he can move. Like yeah. if you gave him the football and you told him to go up, you. He would run down some linebackers. Eddie Hall, 6'3". Okay. Thor is 6'9". Okay, so that's a huge weight difference. I know Eddie Hall weighs around 350, 360. Eddie Hall, 360. Okay, so 
Uh, Thor Four. weighs 452 pounds. So Thor's 100 pounds heavier than him. Obviously taller as well. But six inches, yeah. Eddie used to be really big, and he lost a lot of weight. Like, he he was still, he was super strong. He was a power lifter. Yeah. Um, but he lost a lot of weight, and he had he did a rigorous cardio routine. I think he 100% has the advantage and the ability to get himself in cardiovascular shape, whereas I'm not sure... Not sure Thor could do that. He's really big and tall. 452 pounds. Get this. He's on a 10,000 calorie a day diet. That's insane. Yeah. I don't even need 2,000 a day. Yeah. That's so much, man. You have to eat that much, though. If you're that big and you move with lifting, too, you have to have an intake like that. Or you just you pass out. I feel like a diet, not not even a diet. I feel like a, a eating program for like a normal person to gain a little bit of weight over a certain amount of time would be like three to four thousand calories. Yeah, yeah, I mean, your, yeah. Double your portions almost, you know. Yeah, but that's insane. Ten thousand, bro. It's like eating a whole Thanksgiving turkey every day. Awesome. Yeah, it is. Probably more than that. I ate four waffle. I ate four protein waffles this morning before I did chest day. There. They're only what were they two? There's two thirty for two of them, so one hundred and fifteen a fucking protein waffle. So think about how many you'd have to eat to get to ten thousand calories. Jesus, more than a box. Like so a like a hundred of them. Nah, were I they put, plain? Nah, I put a, a tiny little bit of syrup on them. Nice. Uh, like no no like chocolate chips or anything, just straight Hell up. No, dude, straight fucking <sighs> gainer. Think I'm eating fucking chocolate chips. I don't know. Maybe you treat yourself once a week. No, I, when I treat myself, it's like pizza or something like that. It's I'm a not full a, on cheat I'm day. not a sweet guy, honestly. Yeah, neither am I. I don't yeah. like. I'd much rather eat like fucking dog shit from McDonald's or something like that. Yeah. I don't. I'm not gonna treat myself with fucking uh, big starch boy candy. Huge starch boy, dude. I I'll eat fucking ten large fries from McDonald's if you put them in front of me. <laughs> My God. I haven't had McDonald's in so long. Um, another thing I saw today, Evan and I were talking about it a couple hours ago. Um, Trevor, I don't know if you saw this, but around like three o'clock, Giannis's Twitter got hacked. Oh yeah, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Really? Yeah, some of the shit the guy, whoever hacked him, was saying. Some of it was like so rude, and other stuff was hilarious. Like, uh, he goes, he first of all says, um, he's going to the Warriors. I think that was uh, the first yeah, thing. Yeah, was, was. That wasn't the first thing. Oh, uh, wow. He said, I'm going to the Warriors. Followed that up with, um, at Steph Curry, I fucked your wife. <laughs> wow, man. <laughs> he also Jeez. said, he also said, fuck King James. He tried to hire a hitman on me. <laughs> I saw that. Um, diagnosed with Corona. I hate Asian people. Piece of shit. <laughs> and then, uh, the Bucks organization is a racist team, and they call me the N word if I don't score sixty points a game. Okay, this guy, whoever the, whoever hacked his account, obviously had all this scripted out before. You oh, Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, you don't executed this. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. There is no way this was all. I don't get the salty Sixers fan. I mean, <laughs> he planned this weeks ahead of time. I'm saying weeks. Oh well, they got they got his spot. They got his bank account and everything too. Oh, they got his now. email, they got his bank account, they got his... He must be using the same fucking passwords, man. Oh, yeah. Come on, now. You better be using two-factor. You better be using... 
that's, that's just some clownery on Giannis's part. Well, you got to be careful with some of these apps too, because a lot of people download the apps where you can kind of safely secure your passwords for, uh, you know, social. Oh yeah, password chains. Yeah. yeah, and a lot of them are rigged. But I mean, I don't, I don't know, I don't know how it got hacked. But he's, you know, that sucks. Yeah. The amount of like people you have to call and apologize to after you know you're you're you know or you just clearly say like hey my account got hacked you know what you can do but that's that sucks man. I feel that like that's become a common thing now in uh social media in the social media area like, like twice a week somebody's gonna get hacked. It's kind yeah. it's unfortunately kind of like what happens yeah. It's a, it's a norm yeah. It's really fucked. Yeah. Um. Another thing, I saw this on TikTok the other day about Jimmy Carr. He it was about one of the harshest jokes he ever thought of. He didn't tell oh, us until at this point. Um, this is how it went: If only Africa had more mosquito nets, then every year we could save millions of mosquitoes from dying needlessly from AIDS. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Damn. When I first heard that, I was crying. Jimmy Carr Jimmy- is fucking brutal as hell, dude. It- He's ruthless, man. He, he is, is brutal. But if you ever if you ever go on YouTube, he's got uh like f- when he fires back at hecklers. Oh yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the best, man. I love that. He just rolls with it because it's just free content that uh, makes the show that much more unique. Yeah, that's a hell of a job. Think about it. Just getting paid to be funny, but it's not you know it's not as easy as it sounds, of course. But it's. That's a good gig, I think. Yeah, there's a lot of stigmas about it. You like meet fans, and they'll think you ha- they want you to be funny at all times. When when the show's not going on, he's just a normal guy, probably doing his everyday thing. Yeah, like yeah. like people don't have that. Like all celebrities, even they don't have the most interesting lives twenty four seven. Like they do have their downtime and are just normal. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah everyone, you know, everyone's normal for the most part. Um, it's just really time management, and when you have your downtime, it's how you spend it, and you know normality. Not right now, of course, because we're all in this giant quarantine. But mm-hmm. yeah, we're starting. To, I think we're starting to slip into the what is it, the three phase, the third program. phase, yeah. And it seems yeah. like to me, like everybody is fucking tired of this shit. Like everybody uh, is yeah. so tired that they're kind of just. I know, like. Well, I- People are moving, dude. They don't care. I hate the idea that, and people are getting tired of it, obviously. Um, I I, kind of hate the idea that a lot of people have politicized this, uh, you know, world event. It's, 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 it's pointless. Like, why would people like politicize this and they're, uh, you know, uh, against or for their party? It's, it's kind of stupid. I think it's, it's got, you got to look at it as like one people, you know, Uh, everyone has their own opinion on whether or not to, uh, end the quarantine sooner or have it go on a little longer. But I don't know. It feels like on a lot of social media, uh, people are linking this towards, uh, you know, political statements or references. And it's, that's kind of annoying, yeah. but that's with everything too. That's not, you know, that's not with just the spot. It's like with everything that's always been going on. Also in the sports world, it's made every sing- like small, minute thing happening. The biggest event ever. Yeah, like Korean right, baseball tonight, got tonight, unlocked. Yeah, tonight is the release of the NFL schedule for the fall. Yep. Like, that's all he's been talking about right now, which is sad if you think about it, if this wasn't going on. 
Yeah, because like normally nobody... we don't really give a fuck. Yep. The draft was crazy when it was just a normal draft. Yeah. Um, what else? I still can't get over the fans in the background booing Godala. That's just gold. Oh, my God. <laughs> he was egging them on, too. <laughs> he was like, let me hear your boos. Yeah, because they couldn't throw beer at him. Yeah. I heard Um, I heard the other day, actually, we are talking about crowds. Um, The Premier League is talking about opening themselves back up again. And they're, since they don't want to have fans in the stadium, they can't. They're talking about letting fans at home download an app and cheer through the app. So really, you'd the basically would crash. So bit, well, it depends what kind of infrastructure they have, but yeah. Um, based on whatever, Whatever chant everybody wants, whether it be to sing, whether it be to shout, da da da, clap, whatever the fuck. Um, based on the percentages that fans vote in at a certain point uh, in the game, then that's what they'll play through the loudspeakers that are hooked up to the app servers, which is kind of like, like, like a really cool idea because, yeah. in, especially in soccer, I mean, it's huge in all sports, but especially in soccer the crowd and the presence of the crowd and what the sound and the songs that they're singing is so important to the pace of the game. Yeah, I saw the one um, German club, they, um, the super fans or the, or the ultras. Yeah, the ultras. They cut outs. They're going to make cut cutouts of themselves and put them in the stands. Oh, that's cool. So there'd be like 6,000 cutouts in the end. Oh, that's pretty awesome, actually. Yeah, it'd basically be like playing FIFA in 2005 when the crowds were just <laughs> cardboard like cutouts. Yep. Yeah. It does kind of make you feel bad a little bit for the for the players though. I mean, of course like they're making quadrillions of dollars and it doesn't fucking matter, but it really sucks to, like that they don't they're not getting to play their game in front of the people that adore them and you know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's uh, really weird. There was like a local story too. Um, saw Cape posted a story on Facebook. It was uh, this girl that went to a school near us. Yeah. Uh, Maddie Gibson. Do yep. you remember Evan? Yeah. yeah. She she went to Temple, didn't she? End up going to Temple. She went to Monmouth, played four years there, scored I think the thirty five goals in her career, fifth all time in points. Wow. And uh, she got signed by the best Lithuanian team. And She's like in they, fucking Lithuania, dude. Yeah, she signed back in March, and um, the quarantine thing happened, so they were put on hold. But she's out there, and they qualified for the Champions League last year, so she's playing in the Champions League for the women's side. That is pretty cool, man. That's mm-hmm. pretty dope. And I looked at the roster. She's only the second. She's not on the roster. hasn't updated yet. Yeah, but she'd be the second American on the team because the oh, majority so obviously Americans. are like Eastern European and stuff. That's pretty crazy, though, dude. That's yeah. I didn't know that, man. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So yeah. you got her, and then you got Joey. So we're having some sort. Some people come out of the area, which is really cool to see. Yeah, that on is, both sides. That's awesome. Pretty yeah. much nobody else goes out. Like other, I'm trying to think of other sports that have gotten out of here. Out of Wait. out of our county. Uh, you got Garrett. Garrett Kerr. Oh yeah, yeah. He's Oldest. in Europe, he right? Played basketball. Lamar Greer going back. Oh, true, Lamar. Um, who else? Trout. Trout's from Millville. That's close yeah, like enough, Trout's right? Lo- Trout like Trout's a uh, 
coming out of the count. Yeah, but it's good to see like more currently some people are coming out of school and going places, which is awesome. Yeah, professional yeah. sports. Class. That is awesome. Uh, well, definitely a lot of prospects. I mean, and uh, I I think uh, again it's a bummer. Like you know, not a lot of them are getting noticed right now. Obviously with the quarantine, but it's and that's you know, Sports Center was repeating or uh, said something like this. Uh, they're using the time they have now really to buckle down and train, but when they get back into regular swing of things, there is like probably going to be a lot of changes to like the game or not the game, but like just like their skill set. Oh yeah. Like even like with the NBA, if you know when they come back, they were saying it's going to be a big swing of uh, momentum uh, with the usual play play set of uh, certain players, and it's. You know, a lot of people' expectations are going to be swift, uh, swifted. So, yeah, it's going to look like preseason. I saw CJ yeah. McCollum said he hasn't shot a basketball. Dude, what the fuck else are you doing? What else are you doing that you can't shoot a basketball? I've shot a basketball. I don't understand that. You heard it here first. Monsieur is better than CJ McCollum. No, I didn't. Basketball. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying. That's what I heard. I've shot a basketball. How are you, CJ McCollum? <laughs> one. I'd say what? He's got to be a top 25 player in the league, right? Damn. Probably. Top 50? Maybe. Uh, we, we'll have to see. I, I think he's a great player, but um, 25 is bold. 50. Yeah, that's what that's what I said. 50 is all right. Um, how have you not shot a basketball, dude? He said he's worried about going back. Well, fucking, yeah. Maybe you should, maybe you should pick up a ball then. Build a net, man. I mean, it, we've, they've only been off for, what, six weeks? Yeah. Six, seven. Seven weeks. You're not going to lose all your skill. These guys have been playing for their whole fucking lives. But, yeah. But still. The thing is, the fatality rate, I don't know if this stat's just for America or globally, but for people under 40 with no underlying health it's issues, the death, it's, it's like 0.001%. Yeah, like I saw that. So yeah. it's like... We're start like the more data is coming in, the more studies are going on, and we're finding out that this disease is less of an issue to the majority of the society. Obviously, it's affecting a certain population in the world, but yeah, of course, yeah. the majority of people should be going back to work. Businesses should be reopening, and it's stifling everybody, all these countries' economies. And the longer it goes on, the worse it's going to be. Yeah, it's so a shame. There, there's going to be a certain. We're going to hit a certain point where the people are going to get sick of it and just start doing their own thing. And you might see the government put restrictions on. I don't know about that. Right, let me take that back. They they can't control everybody. You know what I mean? You can't tell three hundred no, million people to stay inside. The shitty thing is, like the worst thing is, in certain areas where it is like the age population is older. Like in here, like down here in the summer, there's a lot of old people here, dude. If I'm telling you right now, if shit gets lifted and everybody goes out and everybody's at the beach, there will be fucking bodies, dude. There will be so many dead old people. It's not even fucking funny because it does, it does affect them. And I know that it doesn't affect us. And I am so eager to get out of this fucking house, dude. I could kill somebody. I'm so ready to get out. But yeah. But I know that as soon as they open up, th- those numbers are going to jump, man. That's just that's what's going to happen. So they can do it now or they can do it later, but people are going to die regardless. 
from working, man, from like driving, you know, from working and, uh, you know, being around the county, it's, you kind you, you see all these people outside that are either walking or jogging or just trying to get like, you know, a little bit of exercise. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of the, a lot of the elderly are, you know, around here and it's kind of a opening up summer, uh, town, uh, bars immediately and trying to get the full flow of summer, uh, population, if you will, back into the flow of things. Uh, it's, it's something that's, yeah, it's a drastic call. I don't know. I'm not going to say do it or don't do it. I'm just saying it's, uh, you know, got to really consider the people that stay down here year round, I guess the yeah. age range, the environment. Uh, yeah, it's a well climate area in the summertime. Um, but you know, it's something definitely to consider. I I just don't know. Like I don't know what I want. I don't know if I want things to open up and I want to take myself back outside or if they yeah. open things up if I'll kind of hang back and chill because I I honestly I have a tough time saying that I would go out to a bar as soon as they open the place up. I really uh, I, I yeah, I'm on the opposite. It's, I definitely go out. Yeah. yeah. It's just coming from a place a selfish yeah. side, I guess. I just don't just a, like urge uh, yeah, I, I hear you. I just got more for it. I, I also, those also aren't like my priorities. You know, I don't, <clears throat> I've managed to, to keep myself in the gym. I've managed to keep myself on top of fitness and try and keep my, the diet, I will say, keeping your diet straight during this shit has been challenging because mm-hmm. I'm constantly home and there's constantly shit everywhere. But mm-hmm. I mean, otherwise, a lot of temptation in your face. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, true. Um, Trevor, did you want to talk about the clowny stuff? Yeah. Uh, so that's actually a good topic. Uh, Jadavion Clowney for defensive, non signed yet, or not signed yet, not signed back yet from Seattle. Uh, I just saw here on an article on Bleacher Report saying Seattle has no excuse not to bring back Clowney. Um, obviously what he did to Carson Wentz at the end of last season was a big dick move. I think we can all agree to that. Uh, it's, you know, but he's, I, he's, you know, he's a talented, uh, defensive end. And they're saying that, uh, Seattle called uh clowny's bluff and now they're trying to, uh, get a contract in with them. And I'm just thinking, who else would he go to? I mean, there's talk of him looking at Houston, um, but I don't know. It's that that's up for grabs. Statistically, he didn't have a very good year. Plus, he's a big attitude problem in the locker room, and he's gonna want a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. yep. So that's um, it's late on in the process to where I don't think a lot of teams have the money for. Which is not uncommon in the NFL, you know, having a skill set with a big attitude and a, a want for big money uh that's you know been seen before but it's you know th- this is a case that seattle really has to deal with i guess mm-hmm. yeah. i saw that next year for the 2021 season the patriots are gonna have 90 million dollars of cap space so i think they might tank this year get a high draft pick and then have a bunch of money in the free agency. I'm thinking they tank for Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields next year. Ooh. 
That'll be crazy because those are going to be the top two quarterbacks in the draft next year. Yeah, that's true. I think Lawrence. If I think Lawrence is going to go to a big team, I don't think Lawrence will get drafted by a, you know, a low ranked team. I think he hundred percent will. He's going to be a top five draft pick next year. Yeah, I mean, hundred percent, he gets taken early. I don't. I don't necessarily. I don't necessarily love him. I don't think he's as good as everybody is, says he is. Or well, he's 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 good in college. Obviously, I don't think he's going to be as good as everybody thinks in the NFL. But um, he'll definitely go to one of those fucking shitty teams. I just don't know he, where. He's very when he, when he's in the pocket, he's very athletic. He knows how to get out of the pocket. He sees two to three tackles incoming, and it's good evasion skill. Uh, he gets the ball off pretty quick. I think he'll absolutely, like what Matt said, get drafted to a high ranked team. Um, I think he would probably he would. He would do good in New England, uh, but he should also keep an open mind with other teams because he could do even better with another team. It all depends on the system and the coaches that you get put into. Yeah. And all these rookie quarterbacks are given two to three years of to adjust and learn the playbook and the speed of the game. So that's why I also saw like Baker, big year. It's a boomer bust year for him. Dude, he's busted already. People are still well, giving Baker a fucking shot. I'm giving him a shot. Oh, after this God, year, dude. if he doesn't, if he doesn't do, if they don't make the playoffs this year, I think they drop. Him. I, 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 I'm, I'm sold on him already. I, I think he's. I think was he's, that after this year or the first? No, year? no, after this year. I, I, I give. I typically give two years. The first okay. year wasn't great yeah. either, but, but I just don't think. He had weapons last year, man. He did. Yeah. This you is know? definitely his deciding year, if any. He should, uh, whether if he whether or not he rises to the occasion, then he might take a step back as a backup or yeah, journeyman. No. You know, one of those guys that gets passed around the league. Yep. I don't. I mean, am am I saying that it's totally impossible that he has a decent year? No, I think that it's possible. I don't think he's horrible. I just don't think that he's the fucking world beater that everybody thought he would be coming out of college. I mean... You never know, because there's always these breakout stories that bounce back with, like, Ryan Tannehill and Nick Foles. They'll have one crazy year, and then they're back on top. Yeah, but And think, then they go from there. But think about... Did you how, did you hear Nick Foles' name coming out of college? No. Or Ryan I, Tannehill? I'm not... I'm not, I'm not I'm not basing it off of their coming out of college. I'm just saying during in the NFL, they might not have started out well, but they bounced back and had a good breakout year. Like Tannehill was a big injury prone guy. And now he had a great year. Obviously he could get hurt again and he can fall back into that. Same with Foles. True. But it's, I think this is a big year for him. He's got a great backfield with, uh, who they got? They got Chubb and the guy from uh, Kansas City. Um, they got Odell Jarvis. They got Njoku. They picked up Hooper. Yeah. They got a good That's draft a pick huge in Jedrick Wills. Hooper is a huge pickup. Yeah, he had a great year last year for Atlanta. A couple years in a row, he's been really good. Mm-hmm. He's only like 25 or 26. So they're really young. They're a really young offense. He was yep. one of the best tight ends in the league last year. Top yeah, three, top I think. Five. Or yeah, he was, he was top five behind uh, Kittle, Kelsey, and Ertz. Yeah, 
It's a good number. That Andrews guy from fucking Baltimore was good last year, too. He had a good year, and uh, Darren Waller was a big breakout yeah. one from the Raiders. From the Raiders, I yeah. Think I got shit they, on him a couple of times in fantasy. A lot of oh, people man. liked his story from Hard Knocks, coming, being like a huge druggie, going straight, and now he's he's doing well. He did have a good year, yeah. Man, I miss football. Yep. I do miss that's it. That's a scary thing, dude. Cause this could carry over into that, and we might not have football. And that's like a oh. multi, multi-million a week. Don't say that. Ugh. Hundreds of millions. Wow. Oh, my God. Yeah. They'll lose so much money. Yeah, that's... Good. You see Goodell gave up his salary? Did he that's, really? Yeah. Good. Nothing. I mean, he doesn't have any, there's no need for it. His salary is like fucking minuscule anyway. Oh, yeah. 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 All right. I don't. I. Uh, that's all my topics. Yeah. I know there was just a couple of things that we wanted to talk about, so that's good. There wasn't that much going on this week. No, there really wasn't. And I think we're all kind of struggling with uh, fucking quarantine blues. Have you guys done anything exciting? I have not. Besides mm. work. That's what I mean. Yeah. You can see you guys are still working. I, I'm not even. I finished school up, and now I'm just, like, kind of sitting on my thumbs. I registered for two summer classes because I was like, what the fuck? I don't know when I can go back to work or what I'll be able to do. I usually work in restaurants, and that's going to be beat this year. So yeah. I, I, reached right. out to, I reached out to somebody else, and I'm going to do something else this summer. But you don't know when shit's going to open up, man. Yeah. Like, it, it's kind of just sitting on, my, sitting on my hands waiting to see. So I registered for two classes, and I guess I'll just try and grind my way through the summer. Yep. I don't see life going back to normal until fall at the earliest. I fucking hate that, too. I don't want that to be true. I know, but but prepare yourself for the worst, and then if you get a better version, then it's a nice surprise. Exactly. Good mindset. Yeah. Don't do not count on fucking Lacoste being open in open in the fucking in June. So well, this is the last year of it being open. I know, which is sad. They yeah. go out with they, they always go out say that. They always fucking say that though. Yeah, they've been saying that for two years in a row. I think. Do you think that's their like marketing scheme? I probably <laughs> it just keeps saying the they don't. They don't even need a marketing last scheme. Come through. <laughs> I'm on the OD. It's like one of the stores that say, oh, we're going out of going business. Going out of business sale. Huge <laughs> price slashes. Yep. <laughs> Although there's no price slashes ever. Exactly. Premium pay. Stadium price beer all yeah. day. Oh, my God. I honestly miss. This is going to sound crazy. I saw, I saw a post of this yesterday. Someone did. It's like I kind of miss paying, overly paying for a stadium price beer at a football game or a baseball game. I'm yeah, like, dude, yeah. I do. Like, I always go in the spring. Like, I always go to a, an early Phillies game just to oh, sit in. Best. Just to sit behind home plate, like, in the sun. I do fucking, like, I really miss that this year. Saturday uh, afternoon games. Oh, yeah. my God. Or when it starts to get warm out, I can open the house up. And you don't need AC yet, but it's nice and, yeah. like, it's kind of sticky and warm outside. You just yeah. lay on the leather couch with a beer and watch baseball. Oh, oh man. Gross. I'm going to cry, I think. <laughs> I fucking miss that shit, man. Pass out in the sixth inning, wake up at the end of the, end of the eighth. Yeah, to the Phillies losing. <laughs> oh, man. Someday soon, boys. We'll get back to it. We'll get it, man. We'll get there. All right. 
thank you guys yeah, let's for, end it on that yeah thank you guys for watching though we appreciate it and uh hopefully this is all done soon and we can get back to delivering you that crisp clean audio quality that you love oh yeah anything else any closing remarks Check us on all of our socials at Post Twenty Pod. Um, listening, listen to us on Spotify, SoundCloud, and Apple Podcast. Uh, over at Apple, leave a five star view, please, so we can be seen by more people. Yep. And get get uh, featured on some of their spot their spotlight pages. And uh, stay safe out there. Another week from us. We'll be back. We'll be back with you next week. Yep. See you guys soon. Stay safe. Later.